الله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه أجمعين رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي رب أوزعنا نشكر نعمتك التي نعمت علي وعلى والدي وعلى والدي ونعمل صالحا ترضاه وأصلح لي في ذريتي إني تبت إليك وإني من المسلمين الحمد لله All gratitude is for Allah for allowing us in this night to come to have the strength and the ability through his commandment to be in the mosque. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to remember him with much remembrance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala needs us, not inshallah, but we need him most of the time. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by asking us to remember him, indeed, he's favoring us so that he can remember us. Now, we live at a time whereby we see the human nature or the human character is becoming a little bit يعني, moving towards that which all the prophets came to reduce or to remove or eradicate. That is when we look at religion as interaction between people whereby our mu'amalat or our interaction is judged by our honesty, our truthfulness, our mercy, our kindness, our generosity, all these things must be taken into account that in this day and age, as if the human beings who are living on this earth have lost the plot. Because it is very, very difficult to find people who will forgive others. Children don't want to forgive their parents. Brothers don't want to forgive their brothers. Sisters will not forgive their mothers or sisters. Everybody is angry with somebody. And everybody is blaming everybody, but not blaming themselves. And subhanallah, we are having among our community some people who are coming out and subhanallah putting themselves in the position of judging people and in many cases are saying that يعني, people cannot be forgiven in certain cases. Now this is very very sad when you wish or hope that somebody somewhere will not be forgiven. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in the hadith أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم كل ابن آدم خطاء وخير الخطائين التوابون Indeed every son of Adam or daughter of Adam is a sinner but the best of them are those who admit their mistake before Allah and repent unto him and seek his forgiveness رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم called upon all of mankind He said يا أيها الناس تبوا إلى ربكم فإني أتبوا إليه في اليوم مرة في اليوم مئة مرة O you mankind, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for I, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, do turn to Allah every day, an infinite number or a hundred times. Mi'a in Arabic meaning infinite or a hundred times. So that means seeking forgiveness is a must. Before you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has asked many, many other people to ask forgiveness from him. What the Quran says about that? The Quran states, A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan al-rajim, إن الله لا يغفر أن يشرك به ويغفر ما دون ذلك لمن يشاء إن الله لا يغفر أن يشرك به ويغفر ما دون ذلك لمن يشاء verse 116 سورة النساء reflect on it when you go back home Allah is saying indeed Allah will not forgive the one who take partners with him however he will forgive any other sin beneath that to whomever he wishes Anybody who commit anything besides shirk, Allah can forgive. 
The only sin, he said, I will not forgive if you turn to somebody else beside me. I will not forgive them. How can he not forgive? How can he not forgive? When he also said, I will even forgive those who disbelieve. He says, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم قل للذين كفروا Say, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to those who disbelieved or to those who have rejected faith or to those who have rejected the unity or the oneness of Allah in yantahu if they can only stop what they are doing stop rejecting Allah stop saying Allah has partners يغفر لهم ما قسلف it is he Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who will forgive them everything they have committed the proof for this is what Rasulullah says in the hadith. He said, Al-Islamu yajubu ma qablahu. Al-Islamu yajubu ma qablahu. If somebody is a disbeliever, the moment he says and declares, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, wa ashhadu anna Muhammad rasulullah, I do bear witness that there is none where to be worshipped, and I do bear witness that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah, everything he has committed before that moment will be forgiven. Everything. Because now he came back to the unity position, to the oneness of Allah, and he has rejected all others beside Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran, Indeed Allah forgives all sin. Now in this, there is a great mercy. There is a great mercy. If Allah can forgive anything, we are very lucky. Because in the past, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when people sin, he used to punish them. In the past, when people sin, straight away Allah will punish them. But now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is showing us mercy. And he said in the Quran, وَكَيْفَ نُعَذِّبُهُمْ وَأَنْتَ فِيهِمْ And how can we punish them, O Muhammad, and you are in the midst of them? Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was sent as a mercy. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was sent to salvage those people who have been oppressed. Those who have been enslaved, those who have nothing and no one to save them or to help them or support them. And therefore, he came to remove the oppression and to break the chains and to give them dignity and to raise them and to teach them and to give them knowledge and guidance so that they can turn to the Lord. People like Bilal ibn Rabah anhu, as a slave, he was not even able to enjoy the water. Once he took the shahada and became a Muslim, it was compulsory for him every time in the day prayer time comes, he must make wudu and then pray. He realized this is the bounty of Allah. Every time he made his wudu, he prayed two rak'ahs as gratitude for Allah. And he called it Salat Sunnat al-Wudu, the Salah that I'm establishing as a Sunnah, thanking Allah for allowing me to wash my body. When Rasulullah went for Mi'raj and heard his, heard his footstep in the paradise, Asked Jibreel, who is this? He said, your companion, okay, Bilal ibn Rabah. When he came back, he asked him, by what means you have this station? While we are here, you go to heaven and come back every day. He said, oh, oh Rasulullah sallam, the only thing I do extra than what you taught me, I initiated the sunnah, whereby every time I wash my body, I pray to Raga'ah to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his bounty. So if you show gratitude to Allah, Allah will bring you closer, draw you closer to himself, and raise your station before him. Anything you do for Allah, Allah is going to count. In Allah la yudhu ajraman ahsana amala. In Allah la yudhu ajraman ahsana amala. Allah indeed will not waste or neglect the reward of somebody who has done good. Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu taala anhu initiated the sunnah. Every time he had done something wrong, he made turqaz and asked Allah to forgive. Salat al-Tawbah. Rasulullah sallam approved. 
Sunnah al-Wudu by Bilal approved. Whatever Sunnah we make which is good, it's approved. Why? قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من سن سنة حسنة whoever established an act which is good وعمل بها and then acted upon it له أجرها he will have his reward وأجر من عمل بها and everybody else who will carry the same sunnah you will have the same reward imagine every time any Muslim from the time of Bilal until قيامة who prays سنة الوضوء Bilal will get their reward this is absolute beautiful profitable business Absolutely. Pyramid business, yeah? I always say pyramid business because the pyramid growing, 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 growing and Bilal is getting the reward. And then who's getting the greater reward? Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Because he taught Bilal. So for this reason, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa is the initiator of mercy. And by the way, mercy, okay, from it comes forgiveness. When Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha was asked, Sifi lana Rasulullah sallallahu describe for us the messenger of Muhammad she said, kana khuluqu fi Quran. He was, Indeed, in his character, a noble Quran. He was like a walking Quran, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They said to her, describe further. She said, he was always forgiving. One of his signs, he was always forgiving. Why? Because Allah commanded him, Oh Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, always, when you are in a dispute with somebody, take the side of forgiveness. Forgive. Today, people are looking for troubles. Everybody just wants to fight. Do you want to fight me? Just step out of this mosque. I'll show you who the man. Why are you looking at me? Why are you looking at me? I will say to the person who said that to me, why did you look at me to see that I was looking at you? If you did not look at me, you would not be able to see me that I was staring at you. Come on. It is just troubles. Seriously. We are really looking for troubles. And when you ask people to forgive one another, they don't want to forgive. And I'm going to tell you one thing. One of the signs of forgiveness is that you face your brother, you look at them in the eyes, and take their hand and shake it properly or embrace them properly. But when you turn side, when you give the tip of your fingers, or saying, I will shake your hand, I forgive you, but I don't want to know anything about you. Yeah. It's not forgiveness. Allah says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَأَصْلِحُ بَيْنَ أَخَوَيْكُمْ Do make sulh, make peace between your brothers. وَأَصْلِحُ بَيْنَ أَخَوَيْكُمْ Okay? Make sulh between them. But that sulh must be followed by good. Allah said in the Quran, الخير, Do always do good. Always do good. Don't ever think of doing anything evil. Creating animosity, carrying out anger is the sign of shaitan. Allah said about him in the Quran, Shaitan by his nature, his job is to put in your heart animosity and hatred towards one another. We are humble, simple human beings. We don't have anything but Allah's mercy. And it was manifested to us in Sayyidina Muhammad Sallallahu And of that manifestation is the way Muhammad Sallallahu taught us how to interact with one another. Number one is to be honest with one another. Number two, never to cheat one another. Number three, to always tell the truth even against yourself. Number four, to forgive. Even, even if you were wrong, forgive. وَلِمَنْ غَفَرَ وَصَبَرَ إِنَّ ذَلِكَ لِمَنْ عَذْمِ الْأُمُورِ To the one who will forgive, and act with tolerance and patience, indeed this is the highest of the affair in the sight of God. If you want to be close to Allah, be a man. A man is not the one who shows anger. A man is the one who will not swear, or raise a finger, or two, or raise a fist, or hit, or kick, or shove, or push. A man is when you are so angry, you are able to restrain your anger. In the true hadith, 
He sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the true hadith said, and remember this hadith and don't forget it. Okay? The strength of a man is not in the way he shows his anger, but the strength of a man is in the way he can oppress his anger. You don't show it, you oppress it. Okay? The one who is strong is not the one who shows anger. The one who is really strong is the one who can oppress his anger. Remember, he used to pray, and say, Ya Rabbi, lana, O our Lord, forgive our sins, warhamna, and show us mercy, khati'a, and protect us from the evil of sinning. O Allah, forgive us, show us mercy, and remove us from the path of committing sins. Because every son of Adam is a sinner. Every son. Illa ma rahima Rabbi, Allah says in the Quran. Only the one whom Allah will show mercy. If Allah shows you mercy, he will remove you from the path of sinning. Okay? Rasulullah has shown the mercy and the forgiveness at the time of the battle of the ditch. Now, today's world, even the leaders of the little organization, even the leaders among the student groupings, they want everyone to work. I am the leader. I will only direct you. I will sit in my high seat and you go and collect the wood and you go and buy the food and you go and put the fire and you go and prepare the, the meal and you, everybody have got a job. What are you doing? I am doing the biggest job. I'm watching you. And make sure you feed me first. And make sure if there is trouble, you make an exit quickly for me because your leader has to be protected. Astaghfirullah The Prophet وسلم, and all the Prophet used to be in the front line. In the bottle of the ditch, he was not sitting there being aired, he was not being sitting there, his feet massaged and his legs, his shoulders, and he's sitting there saying, oh, oh, messenger of Allah, pray for us. He's sitting there in the dish digging with them. Digging with them, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And what they were doing, they were singing. Yes, they were singing. Yes, if you don't know the Sira read, the companion of the Prophet when they were digging, like when you go to the port, when you go to the big ports, like in Pakistan, Bangladesh, India, Sudan, Aden, like in uh, Yemen, and all those big cities, you find the poor people because they carry heavy load while they're carrying their singing. Okay, they are like the soldiers when they're training, they sing. So they were singing, what were they singing? Subhanallah, they were singing, Lawlaka, Lawlaka, Mahtadayna. Lawlaka, Lawlaka, Mahtadayna. Without you, without you, oh Allah, we will not be guided. Without you, without you, oh Allah, we will not be guided. And we will not be able to give alms and we will not be able to pray. لولاك لولاك ما اهتدينا ولا تصدقنا ولا صلينا فأنزل سكينة علينا O Allah bring tranquility and peace upon us bring سكينة on our heart وثبت الأقدام إلا قينا and make us firm in the battle when we meet the enemy because Allah سبحانه وتعالى says ولا تولهم الأدبار ولا تولهم الأدبار when you are coming out for me fighting for my sake you claim that you are fighting a battle for me في سبيل الله then when you meet the enemy, stick to the battle. Don't turn your back and run away. Don't give them your back. Whosoever turn his back and run away, perhaps he is not quite sure about his faith. Because the faith tells you, if you fight and you win, you read the word of God very high. And if you lose and you are killed, you are a martyr. You are a life. وَلَا تَحْتَبَنَّ الَّذِينَ قُتِلُ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ أَمْوَاتِ بَلْ أَحْيَاءٌ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ يُرْزَقُونَ Never think those people who have been killed in the battle for the sake of Allah, dead, but they are alive with their Lord, sustains. When the companions were singing this, the Prophet ﷺ did not turn to them and said, Excuse me, استغفر الله العظيم. We are going to meet the enemy. They are camping there. They are coming, the mushrikeen. There are thousands of them. You are singing. 
What kind of men are you? Be men. Stop thinking. Did he say that? No. Did he tell them to stop? No. Did he tell them it's wrong? No. He created, okay, the rhythm by making his own part of the poem. But it's a prayer for them, asking Allah to forgive them and show him mercy. What did he used to say? Allahumma la aisha illa aisha al-akhira. Allahumma la aisha illa aisha al-akhira. Oh Allah, there is no living, only the living of the hereafter. Oh Allah, there is no life, only the life of the hereafter. He was saying that, Farhamil ansara wal muhajira. Show mercy to those who have shown us today victory by allowing us to be their friend and supporting us, the people of Medina and those who have come as immigrants from Mecca. Showing them that mercy is so important by forgiving one another. You who have come from Mecca, you have found home in Medina by those who supported you and have forgiven your sins. Whatever you did to them, they gave you their home. They shared their home with you. They shared everything with you. They love you for the sake of Allah. So from here, Rasulullah initiated that the leader is the one who serves the community. The leader is the one who works with them and the leader who will stand in the front and guide them and strengthen them, not abuse them and put them down. And when the reward is coming, he says, it's all my job. Where is the reward? Okay? Give me that reward. No, 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 no. He doesn't want any reward. Okay? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam was described by Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib. And let us remember, this man who was so courageous, this man who was so powerful, this man who was absolutely magnificent in every way you can describe him, when they asked Ali ibn Abi Talib, his cousin who lived with him, Ya Ali, Siflan and Nabi Muhammad Sallam. Oh Ali, describe to us the Prophet Muhammad Sallam. He just looked at them and said, Man ra'ahu badihatan haba. He sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whoever glanced him for a while will be at awe from him. You will find him most magnificent. Who is this man? Is he an emperor? Is he a king? Is he a prince? Who is this man? You will think, is he a leader? Of course he was, everything. But then he said, وَمَنْ خَالَطَهُ مُدَّةً يَسِيرًا وَمَنْ خَالَطَهُ لَحْظَةً أَحَبَّةً Whosoever mix with him for a while, for a short little period, you will love him. Because you will find him humble, you will find him kind, you will find him generous, you will find him magnificent in treating you. He will always put you first. He will never put you down. He would never say to you an insult. Every companion loved him. When he said one word, every companion said, my prophet today addressed me. He was talking to me. Every companion embraced him. He said, oh, he embraced me the best. When they shook his hand, oh, sallallahu alayhi wa he was feeling my hand. He was telling me something. They loved him and he loved them. So he treated them equal, yet everyone felt he was the closest. This is Rasulullah sallallahu This is the leader that we need to look up to. And one of the poets, Says, Ya in Ya Nair al Wachi, Minu Rijab Hatihi, Ya Nair al Wachi, Minu Rijab Hatihi, Yafu Uli Shamsi, Wal Badri Ladi Tasara. O you whose face is shining with light from his forehead. O you whom your face is full of light and your light is shining from your forehead. Okay? And that light is more greater than the light of the Shams and the moon. Some people they praise Muhammad to be the moon. أنت شمس أنت بدر we say that أنت نور فوق نور but Muhammad Sallam is greater than any nur why because he is the nur of Allah he is the nur of Allah Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says خلقت محمدا أولا من نور وجهي I created first Muhammad from the light of my face is there any light greater than Allah's light Muhammad is the light of God and he said خلقني ربي من نور وجهي Allah has created me from his light so anybody who told you who's Muhammad say he's the light of God. 
Don't feel shy about it. Here's the light of God. There is no, the moon is nothing. The moon has no light. It's only a reflected light. The sun itself is a burning light coming from the ice in the center of the sun. You know that. The center of the sun is an ice, very hard ice that is turning and turning and turning and turning. The fire is only just in the outside. This huge sun is all hard, hard ice. Somebody say, why that fire is not melting the ice? Remember when Sayyidina Muhammad went to the heavens, he saw an angel worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Half of him is ice and half of him is fire. <laughs> the side of the ice says, Subhanallah. Praise be to Allah and glory be to Him, the one who created an ice that will never be melted by the fire. And the fire says, Subhanallah. Okay, and praise and glory be to Allah, the one who made a fire that cannot be put down by ice. Because when you put ice on fire, it should be put down. When you put fire on ice, it should melt it. But no, Allah can do anything. Allah is magnificent. Allah is glorious. Allah is most high. And therefore, Muhammad sallallahu the light of his face, there is nothing like his light. Don't be ashamed about it. Say it loud. Don't be ashamed. Muhammad is your messenger. Muhammad is your light. Allah nuru samawati wal ard mathalu nurihi ka mishka al mishkatu fi zujajatu wa zujajatu ka anna hakoku munduri mathalu nurihi ka mishka lalika muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam if you want to see the light of God see muhammad whoever have seen muhammad indeed have seen the most magnificent thing have seen some of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala no man is like muhammad ma kana rajulun mithlahu la qablahu wa la ba'dahu there was never a man looking like muhammad before him or after him he is the only one. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Hassan ibn Thamid, the great poet, when he used to praise Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in his poetry, when he comes to the mosque, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to him, al minbar, climb on the on the minbar. Climb. Today if you climb in the minbar and do anything, the Imam will tell you, astaghfirullah, bid'ah, haram, shirk. Get down. This minbar is only for me. I am the king. I am here to tell you what to do. I am the imam. I am the sheikh. Don't you see this long beard, this big turban and this one? <laughs> I am I'm the leader here. So you cannot climb there without my permission. I know it all. You don't know nothing. If the imam is asked by anybody to climb to do something that is correct, can even to sing a song about Allah. So Hassan ibn Salibit, the Prophet himself, Hassan. Climb, O Hassan, and sing for us. Poetry. And one day he was climbing and said to Rasulullah. Okay, la salam. Lahum himamun la muntaha li kibariha. Lahu himamun la muntaha li kibariha. Wahimmatuhu sughra ajalla min al-dahri. He, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this great man, this noble man, this man who was forgiven all his sin, this man whom Allah has promised him the highest place in paradise. Al-Firdaus al-A'la in it al-Wasila. Wal-Fadila wal-Daraja al-Rafi'a. He was promised that. And he was never going to be questioned or punished. He is going to be the savior in the day of judgment. He says... He has no other concern. He has no other concern, but the concern he has is so great. Indeed, the greatness of his himma or his concern for others is greater than time itself. What is that greatness of what is concerning him? His ummah. Ummati, ummati, ummati. He doesn't think of himself, not his wife, not his children, the leader of today, when they are saving him because he's the leader and has to be saved. Where is my wife? Where are my children? Put them in number one. Huh? Put them in the plane. Get them out first. 
When Bin Ali ran away from Tunis, his family ran away with him. If Gaddafi runs, his family will run away with him. Yeah, okay? If Ali Uthman, huh? Mr. Musa, the father said he runs. Yes. He takes his, he takes his family. Of course, everybody. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Musa, Musa, Musa yes. Yes. Musa, Musa, yes. Kusa Musa, okay? <laughs> Musa Kusa. موسى كوسا موسى كوسا موسى كوسا صحر الله العظيم موسى كوسا هي رانا وين يا بابا دي رانا لوي اوكي بيكوز ذي ار سيرفينج شيطان ذي نوت سيرفينج الله ذي ون هو سيرفينج الله ون نيفر رانا وي ذي ون سيرفينج الله از ابسولوتلي كوريجيوس دونت بي فرايتن ون يو ار تيلينج ذا تروث نوبودي كان فرايتن يو بس ون يو ار لاي ان اتشيت ول يو رانا وي بس يو رانا وي بيكوز شيطان اون يور تيل كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول لي حسان وهو ينشد على المنبر قل وروح القدس جبريل معك. When جبريل عليه السلام used to stand next to حسان and nobody can see him the prophet used to see him and رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم said to حسان انشد repeat say the poetry and روح القدس the spirit okay of the holy almighty Allah is with you who is that روح is جبريل عليه السلام come on say even جبريل will stand there supporting him so when our مشد are in the mosque and singing na'at, singing nasheed, we were with them because we know Allah is with them. Why Allah is supporting that? وَأَجْمَلُ مِنْكَ لَمْ تَلِدُ لَمْ تَرَقَطُ عَيْنِي وَأَجْمَلُ مِنْكَ لَمْ تَرَقَطُ عَيْنِي وَأَكْمَلُ مِنْكَ لَمْ تَلِدُ النِّسَاءُ خُلِقْتَ مُبَرَّعًا مِنْ كُلِّ عَيْبٍ كَأَنَّكَ قَدْ خُلِقْتَ كَمَا تَشَاءُ Hassan says, and more beautiful than you, O Muhammad, never my eye has seen. There is no one more beautiful than you I have ever seen. And no one more complete in character and creation, no woman has ever given birth to. You are the only man who is complete in everything. You are perfect. Okay? You are created without any blemish. No fault in you, Muhammad. Have you ever read any fault about Muhammad? Never. Muhammad is a complete man. Al-Insan al-Kamil. My Sheikh Sayyid Muhammad Ali al-Malik, rahmatullah alayhi, katab al-kitab and he said, Al-Insan al-Kamil Muhammad. Muhammad, Al-Insan al-Kamil. If you don't read it, read it. Very beautiful book. Muhammad is a complete man. And in it he writes why he is complete. Muhammad Sadiq. Muhammad is truthful. Have he ever lied? Never. When he was little, before even Islam, among the mushrikeen, every mushrik used to call Muhammad Sadiq. Muhammad Sallam was honest. He was Amin. Every mushrik used to call him Al-Amin. And all the mushrikeen used to give him their gold, their money to keep because he was trustworthy. When he ran away from Mecca to Medina, he left Ali behind. Not for anything else, but to retain those things to their people. Look at this man. Today, when people give you things, and they're kufar, or astaghfirullah, the money of the kufar is halal for me. Why should I return it? We come all the way. We are thrown out from every Muslim country. We come to Britain. We go and lie to the uh, home office and lie to all immigration people. Oh, I was punished at Ghazafi. He's miserable. He put me in prison. And I was lashed, and I was saying, and he's telling his friend, that I'm lash me, lash me. Make it fresh. <laughs> and they are taking pictures and everything. And the lawyers in this country, they install their thieves. They write everything. They write lies. And they go there. And the lawyers are so good of the home office, they give them. And then they come. They have housing benefit, this benefit, that benefit. And they, they get to know the rule. They are more sharper, more shrewder than anybody else. Everything they can eat, they eat. They eat everything. Al-Akhdar wal The green and the dry. And then when you ask them, ah, this is land of kufar. Everything is lawful. <laughs> halal. Even their women, halal. Just get them. Okay? 
Who says such a thing? Who gives a trolling? Where did you get such rubbish from? Rasulullah sallam sent the first muhajirin to Abyssinia. He said, they're good people. Their king is the just king. And he's a good man. He's a good Christian. Treat them with respect. Honor them. Follow the rules. Only when it is against my teaching, say to them, no, we can't do that. It's against Islam. And they lived in peace. And they spread Islam. We are the descendant of those people. Alhamdulillah, I thank Allah for that. My mother, my grandparents, nobody told us that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi sent the message that we should abuse the kuffar. He should rest. If anyone, anyone amongst you disgrace or put down or insult or argue or fight anyone who's under my restriction as a zimmi, okay, as an unbeliever, you have no right with me in the judgment. I will not be saving you. I will never save you. That means we should look after them. We should care for them. We should love for them to become Muslims. Please, let us remember some. Our job in this country, to be good to our neighbors who are not Muslim. To be good to our partners in business, in college, our colleagues. Huh? Be nice to them. Be good to them. Give them. If there is an old lady who is teaching you in college, or she's working with you, or she's your boss at work, tomorrow is Mother's Day, Monday you go take her present. Buy her a nice rose. Thank you, Mother. Nothing wrong with that. Isn't the Quran told us to honor our mothers? Allah says in the Quran, I'm going to say, 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 I'm going Garden or paradise beneath the mother's feet. So some of the brothers say, oh, this is not our Eid, we should not do anything about it. It's not Eid. There is too early to Eid. Eid al-Adha, Eid al-Fatr. This is just a celebration. This is honoring. Otherwise, if you go to all Muslim countries, when they do celebrations, like for example, the Day of Independence, should be haram. But we do it. And the scholars stand there and pray. And we are behind them. Because we should thank Allah for anything that we receive from Allah. Don't wish have a right to thank Allah for giving our mothers. So if somebody initiated it, good sunnah, nothing wrong with it. In fact, I say to my school, don't do it just in one day. Well, let us have a week celebrating our mothers. We have the children to write the importance of the mother. What do you do to your mother? How do you serve your mother? What do you do in this country? Because a lot of our children are so spoiled, they want their mothers to serve them, like their slave or domestic servant. So we try to remove that from them and make them good children serving, inshallah, their mothers. Ya Mustafa min qabli nashata adiman. يا مصطفى من قبل نشأة آدم والكون لم تفتح له أقلاق أيروم مخلوق ثناء بعدما أثنى على أخلاقك الخلاق قالت أقمار الدياجي قل لأرباب الغرام كل من يعشق محمد ينبقي ألا ينام This is absolute beautiful poetry One of the most beautiful poems that our sheikh wrote He said, O oh you who have been chosen by Allah Before the creation and the initiation of Adam Adam the mud Adam was just mud, and Muhammad sallam, was the ruh, the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then when it was put into Adam, the teen, the mud, he became Adam, the human. Okay? And therefore he said, Oh, you have been chosen before the creation of Adam, all the world, okay, was not open because it was closed before you. Everything was standing still. There was nothing until Muhammad was brought to life in Adam, then the beginning of the journey of man began. Anyone is wishing to praise Muhammad after 
the praises Allah has given to him, the creator of all the creation, all the moons in the dark nights, said, say to those who are full of ishq, full of love to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whoever is in love with Muhammad, it is indeed a sign for him that he should not sleep at night. If you love Muhammad, you don't sleep. Have you ever seen a lover sleeping at night? When a boy loves a girl, he cannot sleep at night. Especially if she said, I'm going to ring you. <laughs> Remember, I'm going to ring you tonight. Oh, the telephone would be shined. Close. And the heart is stimulating. Everything. If his sister's telephone in the next room, rang. She's touching me. And he goes, did your telephone ring? Yeah, 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 my telephone ring. Oh, please, just put it quiet. I have got an important message coming. You see, close your door. Something important coming. Love is so good. <laughs> Seriously. And when you say that, it's only two letters, hub in Arabic. And it's the most important thing in Islam. But we are so silly. We initiate or we link hub is to and the dunya, the linkage between man and woman. If you say the word hub or love, in, in, I say to the children sometimes, they laugh and they giggle. And they think, ooh, kissy, kissy. <laughs> because in their mind, boy and girl, man and a woman, <laughs> doing that which is not really allowed to be done. Because the media is teaching them those things. The books that they read teaching them things. And subhanAllah, and most amazingly, even the adults, when you mention hope or love, their cheek become red. There's nothing wrong with it. If you say to your brother, I love you for the sake of Allah. And your brother should say to you, and I love you for the sake of the one whom you love me for his sake. This is what Rasulullah taught us. And those who believe in Allah are more in love with Allah than anything else. Alright? And therefore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prays those people who love Muhammad because at night they sleep a little bit, they wake up, they pray. Some of my brothers, they come to me and say, I can't sleep at night. Wonderful, wow. Get up and pray. You complain. Some people can't get up in the night. <laughs> they need medicine. You should get up and pray. Every time you find yourself awake and your eyes, as if you have not slept, that means Allah is waking you to thank him. Get up, milk your wadu. If you felt sleepy and you could not even pray, come back and sleep. At least you made wadu. At least you made intention to get up. If you have the energy, pray to ragaas. Indeed, two ragaas in the night, better for you than the whole world than in it. A businessman who suddenly hears there is a nice, nice chance to make a little bit of money, he will run for it. He will never sleep. A good believer who loves Muhammad, if suddenly Allah wakes them in the night and find themselves, oh, I can't sleep, they will not worry. They will get up and pray. Allah said in the Quran, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم والذين يبيتون لربهم سجدان وقياما My people are those who will spend most of the night not resting in the bed, but prostrating and bowing before me. Sujidan wa qiyamah. They're just prostrating, standing. Prostrating, that means making salah. Wabil-ashariuhum yastaghfirun. When the last part of the night arrives, they're not really asking Allah, oh Allah, give me more money. Oh Allah, give me millions. Oh Allah, if you give me, I'll build the mosque. Oh Allah, <laughs> oh Allah, please, if you give me money, I am so wicked to my wife and my children. I'll be so good to them. And I'll give them everything they need. He already gave you, why don't you give them? You wicked man. And now you're asking Allah, you see? But these good people, in the night they pray, Oh Allah, forgive my sin, my shortcoming. I am not good. Oh Allah, make me good. Oh Allah, I am not the good servant you have created. Oh Allah, I am not thanking you enough. Oh Allah, I am not good to my family. They, they are blaming themselves. They are not blaming anybody else. A believer 
when he looks at his brothers in faith, he sees him as the mirror image of himself. If it is good, yes, alhamdulillah, there's good in me. Thank you, Allah, for that. If it is bad, he blames himself. But today we point fingers at others. You are no good. You are no good. You are going to hell. You are going to say, astaghfirullah al-azim. As if they know that they are going to heaven. May Allah guard me and guard you, strengthen me and strengthen you, and give us tawfiq to understand and appreciate the wisdom of Islam and the teaching of Rasulullah and the message of the Quran that we will always be obedient to him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahumma rabbi zidna ilma wa zidna fahma wa ja'alna min rashidin. Ya rabbi hayi'lna min amrina rashada wa ja'al ma'unataka al-husna lana madada bil awliya bil salihin wa jam'ihim man ja'ana al-Qur'ana anhum murshida farrij bifadlika ya ilahi karbana ya khayran madda al-anama lahu yada wa salli wa sallim ala Sayyidina Muhammadin آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الفاتح بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين بالك يوم الدين يكن عبد يكن استعنه دين الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين نعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين we pray this night for Sheikh Omar may Allah give him long life with obedience may Allah heal him may Allah cure him may Allah give him the best that he needed in this world to help others allow him to help his people in Guyana May Allah, all those children whom he loves very much and praying for them to be better, Allah make them better. All those who are in need, may Allah give them whatever they need. All those he would love for them to be guided to the deen, may Allah guide them. And all those who is praying for them, may Allah accept his prayers for them. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us all obedient to him in the path of Muhammad and fulfill our needs. Anybody who have any need in this place, may Allah fulfill for them.